Yo fam, welcome to Let's Go with Nick Pags. This series is intended to empower you to break through your self-limiting beliefs and step into your personal power. You're the only one in your way, so if you're ready to step up and out, this is your show. Let's go. What's up fam? Welcome to another episode of Let's Go. I'm excited about this one because it's a very special podcast today. It's not like our usual podcast. And I keep saying I'm excited about all these podcasts, which I think is a good thing at this point. But this one's special because I had the pleasure of having my two best friends in the entire world on this podcast, Mr. Scott Cress and Mr. Fabio Hernandez. Fabio was in kindergarten and me and Scott were in first grade when we met. We have been attached at the heart and the hip ever since. And I thought it'd be a good idea to get us all in a room and talk about that relationship, the foundation of it, how it was created, and um, kind of the effect it's had on the three of us. It, to me, is one of the things I'm most proud of in my life, how, how strong and true that relationship is between the three of us and how it's built our families to be so close. Um, so I, I ended up learning a lot having this conversation about myself, about my two best friends and the relationship that we've created. So I found it really interesting. I think you will, too. Please don't forget to rate, subscribe. And on this one especially, share with a friend that you care about. Let them know you love them because you got the opportunity to today. So enjoy this beautiful episode of Let's Go. What up, podcast fam? Welcome to another episode of Let's Go. It might sound a little funky today because we don't have uh, microphones all set up. And here's why. I'm on a family trip right now at my parents' house upstate, and I'm with two of the greatest human beings I know. My two best friends, Scott Her- Scott, Scott Hernandez, Scott Kress, and Bobby Hernandez. <laughs> what a terrible introduction. All right. So the point of today's podcast is to chat about uh, the friendship with these two guys. So a little background. The three of us have been best friends. We just figured this out for 21 years. Which is wild. It's a long time. That is a long time. We were talking about it last night. So Fabio's <laughs> family is up here. He's got three brothers. His mom, his dad, mom and dad are up here. Scott's family is up here. His brother, his parents, and his new wife. What? And I'm the real child. And, yeah. <laughs> and he's having a kid in December in a couple months. That's a little loco. So... We got the whole gang up here, and this has been happening for many, many years, and I was saying, you know, maybe we should do a podcast about our friendship, because somebody was talking to me the other day in the locker room, I didn't even, I don't know if I told you guys, no, you somebody was talking to me the other day in the locker room, talking about their friends, and he's like, yeah, man, I'm going to hang out with my boy from high school, how crazy is that? And the kid was like 29, 30 years old, whatever. And I'm saying to myself, yeah, I've got friends, like really close friends from high school, but I also have two of my best friends from kindergarten and first grade who we still stay in touch like all the time. So I thought it'd be an interesting thing to talk about because I don't think it happens a lot anymore. I mean, like, do you guys have friends other than us that you're like, that you know are tight with like somebody from kindergarten, first grade? I mean... I don't think I have any friends from kindergarten besides you, besides you two. Yes. And the friends I do have is like very superficial. Just like you see them, you say hi, very and polite, it. and that's it. I think there's a difference of like friends and acquaintances. 
This is wait. This is gonna be a topic because, yeah. <laughs> because I call everybody my best friend, and you you've do. been making fun of uh, me. For yeah, years. you do tell everybody. Everyone's like, <laughs> I get your best friend, and I love you. Bye. <laughs> I just Literally really like to say. connect with people. They've been making fun of me for a long time. Everyone, about, he doesn't have friends, just best friends. Yeah, yeah. No, best friends or acquaintances. Friends. Man, I get really tight with people. Okay, <laughs> no, but there's another level. You guys know that. Yeah. There's another level between like you guys in my life versus like my buddies yeah. that also I think that also has to do with all three of our families just like becoming this strong unit and me having the same the same confidence I have with my parents I have with both of your parents I can ask them yeah. anything and I think that's I think all three of us do the same thing but I also feel like I like laugh a lot that your family Fabio like everyone's like oh we're cousins we're cousins but I kind of feel like we're more like Family, family than friends. Exactly. Yeah. Like we're just more extended cousins. <clears throat> it's interesting. Even last night we were talking about <laughs> me and your two moms and my mom. We're talking about how I refer to them like in public as this is my mom and this is my mom <laughs> and this is my mom. I was laughing last night when you were handing out wine and you're like, Mom, do you want wine? And Janice's like, I, Nick, I don't drink wine. <laughs> and you're like, no, I was talking about my mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't asking my mom. I was asking my mom. And, because Teresa will have a glass of wine with me. Scott's mom. But my mom will not. She doesn't do any drinking. So I, so I was like, Ma, you want some wine? My mom's like, Nick, why would you ask me that? And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of, like, passing of, of throwing around the mom a lot. But, yeah, I think, I think, and that's a really good point, Fabio, the the family aspect has so much to do with it. So I have a little brother, Chris, who was on a podcast before, who is super tight with all of Fabio's brothers. And Dario and him are best friends. Dario and him have been best friends in school. And then me and, or Brian and Jill, my older sister Jill, is best friends with Scott's older brother, Brian. Why am I messing up names right now? I don't know. It's really early, as you can tell are, from my are we, are we really friends? You remember our names? <laughs> we're really <laughs> friends, bro. So, um, are I friends are best friends. Yeah. We're best friends. Stop <laughs> it. I think, I, I, I think what's interesting is bringing up the topic of how we've kept this going for so long. And for me, the first thing that comes to mind is the family aspect. Like, it's one thing to just stay friends and connected like the three of us. But the fact that our families are so tight, right? You yeah. feel like that. That's, that's also cool thing. about our friendship is... Are, like, I can go hang out with your both your families, and you guys won't be there. And yeah, it totally feel normal. Yeah. Like it won't feel like awkward at all. That's like, a really just, good point. And that's something that we don't. I don't have with a lot of other families. Yeah, like, no, I don't have that like any other family. I go into your houses and feel at home. I just yeah. walk in. I sit on the couch. I say hi to your parents. I can sit there and watch TV with your parents yeah. downstairs, or you know, it's just something that's second nature. It relaxes. It's just relaxing. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. And what's interesting is it, that's happened a lot because right now the situation is Scott lives in Vermont and has been there for 10 years since you, left, Going since on you 10 started years, school. Yeah. Um, I'm obviously based in New York City. And Fabio has been bouncing around from he's most previously in Costa Rica. Before Uruguay. that was Mexico. And then Uruguay. And then Uruguay before that. And that's been eight about years. Eight, eight years. Nine years yeah. And I've been home. I've been in New York, not moving. So it's been this thing of like, I still spend time with your family. I've been over your house more times without you in the past 10 years, Scott, than I have with you, I think. Just hanging out with your parents, connecting, whatever. And same with Fabio. And 
I think that that is such an important part of our relationship that our family is involved and that we get to be connected still, even when we're not physically with each other. That's definitely been a foundation for me for our family. And now there are times when we're not even included and our families are like hanging out. That's an absolute. Um, So, yeah, I think that this friendship to me and one of the things I wrote down is like, what does the friendship mean to you? It's one of the most important parts of my life because commitment for me is something I really struggle with in like relationships, in work, in like doing anything long term. This is the most, other than my family, this is the most solidified long term thing I've been committed to ever. I mean, seriously, I, I really think about it. Like what when you guys think of this relationship, it's kind of a deep question. We don't tend to be super deep in this relationship. We're just... We've been best friends. I beg to differ. I mean, I think the most of the times I've had to make like big decisions or anything, I you guys are definitely on That's the phone. You guys are definitely on the phone, and definitely I hear your output and input. Mm-hmm. Input. 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 <laughs> and uh, and we all have very different lifestyles. Very different lifestyles are very different, but our views on things are also. That's very we are three different. totally different people. That is really crazy. Like we see things drastically different. Yeah. And so our career choices are also drastically. So yeah, career yeah. choice. Let's talk about that. So Scott is. You want to give like a thirty second spiel on like what you do in your life? Go. So I'm an emergency nurse in Vermont, at a level one trauma center. Uh, yeah. Like you work three to four days a week, like hard on those. Three yeah, to four so it's three twelves. Uh, we're the only level one trauma center in Vermont, upstate New York. So we get a lot of pretty gnarly trauma, especially in the Adirondacks and stuff like that in yeah. upstate New York. Um, and then my wife is an orthopedic resident at the hospital, so we get to share a lot of work experiences and stories, and yeah, that's that. So, yeah, so Scott's doing that, which is, like, wildly intense and very, di- very, very different, different than anything <laughs> very different. we're doing. Then Fabio, go ahead. Um, so for the last eight or nine years, I've been playing soccer professionally in Uruguay, Mexico, and, and now Costa Rica, and now... I'm home. I'm the goalkeeper coach at Concordia College, and I'm also working at a soccer school, a soccer school out in Scarsdale. So that's what I'm doing now. And like a lot of, actually, now we're starting to. Fabio, when he came home recently and talking about like starting this business, this coaching business, we've been talking a lot more yeah. because a lot of it's similar. Very similar. And y'all know my story, which is a personal training, group fitness, doing that whole thing, speaking. All that. So three very drastically different backgrounds. And it's been really interesting to continue this relationship and stay connected because when we sit, like, not only are our jobs so different drastically, but I think our viewpoints, like one of you guys said it, our viewpoints are very different in a lot of ways, which yeah. I think is really healthy. I think it's why we ask questions. I think it challenges other. us and makes everyone better. I think if you surround yourself with people who are the same person, you're just going to get You'll bored, and that's why those people probably don't have these lifelong very friendships that we do, because they're around the same person. Yeah. And I think that's a huge part in long friendships, is challenging your friends to be better. Yeah, especially long distance where you're not around each other all the time, because we don't have this incredible um, pull on each other. Like, we... It used to be where we would be really connected because we're all in school together. Like, we literally went from 
eighth grade or from kindergarten to eighth grade together. Fabio's a year younger than me and Scott, but he essentially pretended like he was like worked in our class. <laughs> I was ahead of my time. <laughs> <laughs> I was ahead of my time. <laughs> yeah, he like lived in the classroom with us, so we grew up for seven years together, th- literally in the same room, and then. Uh, Fabio and Scott went to the same high school. I went to a different high school. And then we, I went to a different college. Scott went to a different college. And then Fabio went off to play. So we had, we were very like connected for a long time. And that was a huge part of, I think, why we became so close and leaned on each other. But then it shifted into like, we weren't around each other all the time. So it wasn't that immediate influence. It's like when you're living with your parents versus when you move out, your parents still taught you your foundation, but like you make your own choices now and they're not around you to influence you so heavily. So that is something that's been really different for me is like, I'm not immediately with you guys, but when I have something that I'm really thinking about or change or, or like, you know, going through something, I just think of you guys. Cause you guys are like my foundation. You guys have kind of been there every time through everything, no matter what it is. So that's been a big part of the relationship for me now is like we're not constantly surrounded by each other but because we have such drastically different viewpoints in a lot of ways I'm always first to call you three I mean you two and the three of us get on a call or whatever and that that kind of solidifies me right that makes sense for me Mm -hmm. to connect with you guys because I know Scott's going to think something different than I thought and I know Fabio's going to be like I don't know bro I'm going to challenge you on this because it, it keeps it fresh. It keeps it not in my own head. Do you guys feel the yeah. same way with that? I mean, I think definitely. I think I know I know calling you two is definitely a way to for you guys to call me out on my shit. I know like I always Yeah, but it makes sense. I got when I need when I need like advice or anything, you guys are the first the first people to uh, really just get on my case and and tell me things how they are, which I think you guys are the only two friends who actually do that. Yeah, so that's huge. It, it is. It is huge because I don't. I don't do it with all my friends. All right. I do it with you two, and I think one other person. I know. I, that's like something honesty. that's. A, yep. It's like a the deepest foundation of our relationship. I think is that like no matter what, you know, it's to me, it's the word like feedback. That it's not like I'm judging or I'm telling you do this for this. There's no. Uh, Kind well, of it comes from a good place. It's always from a good place of yeah. wanting to always, list you. Always looking for for the best and the best. Yeah. Right. We're all okay with saying things that, like the, not the popular thing to say, but yep. the thing that needs to be said sometimes. And I think if you don't have that in life, you'll really struggle because if you're always trying to look good and you go to the people who make you feel good, good or just make you feel cute, like. You're going to struggle. Yeah. That's not real. You life. just have like the tunnel vision sometimes. Yeah. Right? You just need to be knocked on the head and widen that vision sometimes. And that's something you guys have challenged me with. Certainly, like Scott for me has been that for since we separated from living with each other. You've always been devil's advocate for me in the most positive way <laughs> of like, I don't know, bro. Like, really look at this situation. And the best part is. It always comes from, you know, when somebody says something and you get kind of like, you know what, you're pissing me off and like it, it drives you a little crazy because you think that person's trying to call you out or get over on you or something. The, Scott's feeling is like how what the feeling I get when I talk to my mom, which is just like, 
I know no matter what you say, even if it doesn't align with anything I'm thinking right now, is literally to lift me up. And like that has been such a blessing with this relationship with the three of us. I never have to question it. And I think it's why we have had, I mean, we've had a ton of conversations because Fabio's made huge shifts in his life in the past few years from like, okay, I'm moving to Mexico today. <laughs> or like moving. I think no, the, the craziest was definitely Costa Rica. Costa like, Rica was, was like, I'm gone. Bro. That was insane. And I remember that conversation and we were talking about it. You're like, yo, I think I'm just doing this. And those conversations to have somebody that you know is giving you authentic feedback, which is the intention is solely to lift you up and yeah. like, and help you out. That's a different level of friendship that, I think I have some people like that in my life, but you guys are my go-to always, you know? I mean, again, I just think it's that family. It's like speaking to a brother. You just yeah. know, you you know that there's no bad intent in their, in their point, like in their, in their two cents. They're always going to just try to help you at all times, which not all acquaintances have that interest. It's true. Yeah. I think the other fun thing about us three is, like we were saying, we all have three different viewpoints on life. Mm-hmm. You also are, like, different personality types. Like, I feel like Fabio is more of, like, the impulsive, like, oh, we should go do this. And Nick, yeah, you're kind of, like, stuck in between, like, oh, I really want to do that, but should we? And then I'm kind of, like, <laughs> that is I'm, so I'm kind of, like, the person in the back who's like, oh, we really shouldn't do that. <laughs> and I was like, we should do it. And I was like, all right, let's, let's do it. <laughs> like, I kind of, like, hold back a little we're bit. Also like, two, I'm, we're also in three totally different stages in life. Totally. Like, Very you're about perfect. to be a dad, which scares the shit Holy out of me. Holy crap. Yeah. Right? It makes me feel really old. Nick has his business, like, he's building a business. He's, he, like, he's living on his own in the city. And meanwhile, I just came back from, like, this crazy adventure, and I feel like I'm starting mm-hmm. from square one. And, it's and like, seeing you two and, like, having you two to be able, like, to bounce ideas off of you guys, speak to you guys, is, like, really helpful. Yeah. But if you think about, like I said earlier, us three shouldn't be friends. Yeah, like if if that's you, so true, yeah, us three should have no business being friends. But in the meantime, we spend like week or week with each other upstate. <laughs> we we have a blast. I think that that okay. So that brings me to a question of, this is fun. What's your favorite? I guess we can kind of like intertwine these questions. What's your favorite thing you've learned from each other, or what's like the most powerful quality that you admire in each other? I'll start. Because you want to start? You look like you were about to yeah, say something. To say Go, that. hit it, Fox. <laughs> All right. So with Scott, just the fact that seeing how you got how you got shit done, it was like high school, done. Preach, dude. <laughs> high school, done. College, done. Yeah. You want house, done. Like, you know, like, like marriage, okay, I got a kid now. Boom. Like, it's just like, it was like all one right after another. I was just like, how does he do it? I, you know, I feel the same way. That's what I yeah, would say about Scott. Yeah, it, like the fact that you just did boom, boom, and just like knock things down, like you knocked over these pillars of life. And you, I think I, I don't know if traditional is the right word, but I think I did, I'm doing life like the old fashioned way, I guess. Yeah, kind of like a more, like that. Yep, traditional old fashioned, way. traditional way. Yep. Right. Yeah, because it's like go to school, go to college, get the degree, get the job, meet the girl, have the family. Like not that like yeah it's not like a bad thing but I'm just hell no like a, a I think it's a lot of it's different than the society now because society right now, now millennials is, are like it's all about work and making money right and like family is going by on but, the wayside yeah yep. but like I'm a little envious because yep. like I wish I was like I'm 26 now and I'm I'm at square one and you're 27 
and you got shit out the way. Like, yeah, but if people can't, if people focus on that all the time, like, oh, I'm 28 years old and I still, like, uh, like I'm not happy, blah, blah, blah. Like, age is just a number. Like, right. It doesn't yeah. matter anymore. <clears throat> I've been reading this book called uh, The Surrender Experiment. I told you guys about this yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Were you there? I don't think so. I was talking yeah. that you were fishing. <laughs> 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 and we we're, were talking about how, like, the universe kind of guides you to situations. And I think something I always admired about Scott was that he just, like, it wasn't a look-good thing for anybody. I kind of always had this gut feeling that Scott was going to do exactly what is happening <laughs> right now, right? Like, yeah. like he was going to murder it in school. And, and Scott wasn't, like, the smartest human being on the planet. Like, you, you had, like, well, average grades for the most yeah. part throughout, I don't know, about high school. That's why I think my career choice was, like, the perfect choice for me because I'm not, like, a book smart person. I'm, like, hands-on. And, and nursing in an emergency room, room is about as hands-on hands on as yeah. it gets. And, and I think that I looked at you always as, like, the guy, like Fabio said, to get it done. And that's something I always admired about you. I guess this is, we'll do the spotlight on Scott right now. Yeah, we'll, just, we'll do that first. Spotlight's on. Spotlight's on, bro. Right is, is the... I think type A gives a negative connotation. I don't want it I to I would say I'm like the that. farthest from type A. I don't think you're... Yeah. I think it's like a... You are an analytical guy. Like, you think about things and you make a decision based on evidence and based on, like, your commitment to who you are. That's the biggest thing. That's a better way to say it. He is... Scott has always been who he... Like, you've never changed since <laughs> kindergarten. Yeah. In a lot of ways, you've just been the, the good guy, the guy who's looking out for everybody. And all your decisions in life have been based on that. And it led you... And that, to me, is like using... Uh, back to that book, kind of surrendering to what the universe offers you. That you have been given opportunities like, hey, here you go. UVM wants you to do the nursing program. Hey, here you go. UVM wants you to... Or the... Uh, Local hospital. What, is, what hospital is it? It University is UVM, right? Medical Center. Um, wants you to work here. Oh, here you go. Is this beautiful lady that wants to marry you. Like, boom, <laughs> boom, boom. And, like, he just took on everything with this ease of just, like, yep, this is where I am. This is what I'm doing. And it all aligned with your values. I can't even think of something. I'm really trying. I can't think of something that doesn't align with your values that that he has done. Like and I don't and I think if he had something that didn't align with his values, he wouldn't do it. That's what I'm saying. Like and and that's that is something when I think about you that I've learned most is like be who you are and who you are can adjust as you move on and grow and mature and all that, but do not sacrifice your values as a person to make someone else happy, to get the job. And that's really hard for me because in my industry, it's all about, you know, making other people, building other people up or trying to look cute on Instagram or, and, and I just always remind myself from like my parents and certainly from you be, you know, your values, good person, whatever your values are. But Scott has always been that for me. Right. You're a good guy, Scott. You're a good guy. I love you. Um, That's such a Janny comment. You're a good guy. You're a good guy. Good kid, good kid. (laughs) Um, All right, let's go to Fabio. Let's spotlight him. You ready? Without, like, it's so easy for me to pick up, like, Fabio's spirit and energy. Definition of, like, happy and fun. That's it. 
Like, it, he could be living in a, and he has lived in a shack in a hole in, like, yeah, Mexico I at have, times. I have. He's <laughs> done that. And he's like, yo, man, I love it. <laughs> like, it's always a beautiful experience. Always. Yeah. I could say, like, I'm so jealous of, like, his carefree attitude and not saying carefree in a bad way. Like, like you don't give a shit? It's not that. It's not at it's all. Not. It's, that's what I'm like. Jealous might not be the right word, but, like. And eh, maybe John. Like envious. Yeah. Like I admire it. Admire. Right. Wow. Actually, now that I th- <laughs> I've never really thought about this, I think I live my life very much grasping the two strong points of you two and trying to make them my own. So but I like, think that's <laughs> what best friends are for. Yeah, like dude, I literally live my life saying I can say the same thing. Saying like I want the confidence of just like being who you are and values of Scott, plus the impromptu energy filled just hey man let's do this like come on impulsive mindset of fabio and when you combine those two it's like thoughtful impulsivity (laughs) it's like it really is and it's like i'm gonna just not be scared and try stuff so i mean the story of fabio is he literally left right after high school and went and played professional soccer in uruguay just went for it and I remember being so terrified and being like, he didn't go to you college. Were, yo, you were scared? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I can, yeah, can only yeah. imagine. But it's the feeling of... Um, it was also the most Fabio move. It was such a... I mean, it was so... It was, now looking back, in hindsight, is a beautiful thing, right? I could say, like, duh, what else would he yeah, have done? Yeah. But at but, the time, I was raised with this mindset of education, education, education. Like, if you don't have it, you're going to struggle to succeed in life. And in high school... That's where my head was. So all I could think was like, wait, but if he doesn't finish school, if he doesn't get a degree, what happens when soccer's over? Blah, blah, blah. And I was so nervous about it. And there was a freedom to your choice. Like, a, just like, a, hey, man, this is what I'm doing. That just, I had, I learned to have a lot of confidence in. And it taught me a lot about my life and like not bugging out about everything and have to go by status quo. And Think of the two strings that are being pulled here. Like Scott, Scott's way of thinking and his confidence in like the process is very different than yours. So I have learned so much from both. And it's in this like middle space of just like, yes, screw it. Let's do it. Or like, no, we got to finish the job step by step. So, and I think there's a happy medium there. There is a happy medium. But I, I admire Fabio for his freedom to just, go with life's flow right i mean the I also, way he can just talk to people and just that's another it's thing. such a skill that i wish i had of yours he can literally be placed in any situation and just talk your way out of it or talk your way into something i, have a I think that's how you do have a way with words sometimes it's like fights in the ass but other times <laughs> Yeah. It's like an amazing Recently, no, it's matured, though. Like, yeah, no, it absolutely. used to bite him absolutely. in the ass, but now it used to bite me in the ass all the time. But then I was on my own for eight years. Yeah. I had no, like, I really and didn't I have if that If you backup. didn't have that skill, I don't think you would have been successful overseas. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, like, that definitely. That skill has definitely. gotten you so far. But, but, like, so I think it matured over the years because I didn't have that backup of, all right, like, shit hit the fan, I can call my parents or, yep. you know, like... If if things went south, like it was just I was really on my own. I really couldn't do anything. So I I think I learned how to bite my tongue almost in some situations and just and but it's definitely 
a skill that you want uh, yeah. I, that, that I'd love to have and my brothers have told me too like you just have a way of words like because my brothers will get in situations and like feel stuck and not know how to and I just and I also have to say I gotta thank like like the fact that I was able to do all this was because my parents also gave me the freedom to do it right because like if you tell any of us would be where we are today without our family background yeah yeah but like but like not too many people will be like hey mom dad I'm moving to Uruguay yeah I'm not going to school like not too many people do that yeah and the fact that not in today's world not in today's world well I think no no not at all (laughs) yeah it's a scary thing to like let your kid go and just like again it certainly in Westchester New York where the three of us grew up it, it was common. It was taboo. It's commonplace to go through the motions of going through school. Mm-hmm. And it was taboo to, like, hey, go play soccer overseas. Got a lot of bad looks. A lot of fe- yeah. a lot of people put their two cents into my family where... My, I remember my dad getting really upset. Like, people were coming to his house and telling him what to do with his kid. Yeah. You know? It's, it's a weird, weird gray area that we never, like... Mm-hmm. It's not talked about too much. Yeah. But you guys... What you did was you made a decision that was right for you and your family, and that's what I, you want. I got the best education that I could get. There you go. That's very interesting. Because I, I was never good at school. Never, the education that I got by traveling, seeing different cultures, finding out It's going to get you way farther in life than any stupid BS degree. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Being culturally experienced and is huge. Just seeing how other people think. You know, like the way, like... Like other people, like how they st- what they stress out over and stuff like that is totally different. Especially when you grow up in Westchester, New York, you're very well. You're just not a learner. You don't just like sit in a class and listen yeah. to a lecture and learn something. You learn something by drinking mate with the old guy at the park. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. It's and that's something you know I actually didn't think about, and it's it's not interesting. It makes a lot of sense as to why Scott brought it up. Is like he how Fabio can speak to anybody. That is something, you know, I've tried to take on in my past, in my recent years, because I have to speak to a lot of people. And like, I've been doing a lot of work constantly, like training new people or doing interviews for gyms or whatever. And, uh, and I, it's just so clear to me that we went, we all went in a path that was fitting to who we are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like the way that Fabio lived his life, soccer was one portion of it. But truthfully, travel was the other portion. Travel, just having fun. Yeah. I made sure, I just I just always try to make sure I'm having fun. I Like, even now I'm home and, like, real life is starting, which is, like, scary. Like, it's it's a really scary, like, this is a scary moment for me. Like, mm-hmm. all that, like, everything I'm going through right now. But I'm making sure, like, my happiness is my number one priority. Which right. I think a lot of my friends don't do. My acquaintances. Right. Like, to, like the people I see on the day-to-day, I see that they aren't happy. Like mm-hmm. with things that they're doing, and I need I need to make sure that, like, money comes and goes. Like in my eyes, money comes and goes, but these experiences, hanging out like here, or having a barbecue, like you guys always make fun of me because I'm always trying to have a barbecue. <laughs> like yeah, like I love those experiences. I rather like I need to make sure my my happiness is first, and being able to enjoy life, and I I won't think twice about picking up and going somewhere because it's gonna make me happy. Right. Yeah, that's and that's something I think is really hard in certainly in like the US culture, mm-hmm. which is like make sure that you have a four oh one K set up. Make sure that you're doing this, make sure that and it's very, very financially based. 
um, and something that I I do admire. And sometimes it's extreme. Yeah, sometimes for sure. Yeah. Like, and we've talked about that a lot. But it's something I always try and learn from. Is like go with what your gut tells you in terms of like this is going to bring you joy, and that's what life is about. So, you know, I I, I definitely have constantly thought about that perspective that you have which is like yeah man like i would call you and be like what are you doing i don't know i'm like moving into somebody's apartment today in mexico who i don't know some guy yeah. <laughs> like what <laughs> yeah How'd you meet him? i was just chatting with him and yeah he asked me like, if I'm room, and I was like, all right sure just so like people listening that's not what happened at all <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounds like yeah, oh, just, okay all right it doesn't but from, not but it's, from it's, people who've never lived in another country yeah for an extended period of time. That's what it sounds like. It's crazy. It's crazy. And and the other thing is, you you haven't felt Wait, you the didn't need... You did it through an online uh, yeah. website? You no. just talked to someone and... Totally. <laughs> and like that, that, where I would like research the area and connect... That would never even cross your I mind. I moved to Costa Rica, and when the plane was landing, I looked out to I looked outside. I was like, "Wow, there's mountains." I had no idea. <laughs> I, like, I had no idea about wow. anything. I was like, I was like, I, had, I legit it was like a three day decision. Yeah, yeah. And I, that and that fluidity. I spent three years there. Was, yeah, just like I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go for it. Um, I think a lot of people can learn from that because what it's offered you is remarkable. Yeah. You know, like it's cha- obviously changed your life, but it got my family down there to visit. It's yeah. Got you to go down to visit. Yeah, got to see a gorgeous country. Those in- those impulsive decisions have been some great moments in my life. And let's clarify, they've also been some really dangerous moments in your life. Yeah, some impulsive mo- moves that you have got yourself in some shit. So it's not just like jump on impulsivity, but I think there's something to be learned here, which is. Go for things and trust that they're going to work out. And if you make the decision, that's the decision you were going to, you were supposed to make, you know. All right. Spotlight on Nick. Spotlight on Nick. Dun, dun, dun. I wish I had, or I, I look at the confidence. Nick will have no clue what he's doing and make everybody believe that he had <laughs> Like <laughs> that is a, a true statement. Nick, so Nick we can say the, how Fabio can talk to anyone. Yeah. Nick can talk in a way that you can believe you can him. make Anyone believe you? Yeah, I wish like, just, no, but it's not. It's not like it's not like a bullshit factor. It's just like his confidence comes across, and and people with confidence, you believe him immediately. You have the you have the leadership ability to take everybody with you. You have this leadership ability, no matter like what where you are, what you do. You pick them up, and you're like, all right, let's do this. Or people, you speak, and people listen, and yeah. that's a huge like the respect that people give to you. It's, it's like the work, work ethic, too, is, like, unmatched. I haven't found anyone else in my life who has the work ethic that Nick does. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting, the... Um, thanks, guys. It's really interesting, the... Um, I just, I keep realizing, like, it's almost like three different sectors that, like, we just keep grabbing from each other's space. Yeah. Because the more... I've grown into life. The more I see Scott and me, the more I see Fabio and me recently in the past, in the past few years, Uh like I've made way more passionate 
It's kind of it's like what was that diagram in school like the three circles of and then Venn like diagrams, a, yeah. Venn diagrams, Venn diagrams, Venn diagrams yeah the circle and then the middle, the middle space. space I'm not book smart yeah. it's but for the tr- middle space is like what we take from everyone yeah. it's literally what I shoot for and and I I of course I don't wake up every morning and like okay I need a little bit of Scott a little bit of Fabio like that's not it it's like because you guys are in my circle and you're always on my mind I it's also a foundation of you and your family and you and your family. So when I think about making decisions and like how I want to pull from who Scott is as a person, I'm pulling from Teresa and Steve and Brian, like your whole family and how you guys are as people. And same with Fabio. And when I think of like decisions I want to make, it's not just me and my thoughts. It's me and my family and your families. And like to have that influence is so powerful um, and I think that that's where a lot of like my confidence in the past few years has come from. I've met a lot of people and very few have the blessing that I have had of like a phenomenal foundation of family wise. And then just like connection with friends mm-hmm. that has been for me, what's created a lot of confidence in my life. Cause I'm like, I didn't fucking do anything, man, because I have <laughs> such an incredible group of people backing me and supporting me. And that really is like, it's been a huge change for me in my life. Yeah. I mean, again, like, I just wish, like, I had that. You know, you're like, you're like, you're like just a captain all, all the time. Does that make sense? You know what's really interesting about that? What? I was never really captain on teams other than my high school soccer team. Yeah. Like, I was never really a captain on teams. Well, you I don't was, need the captain's armband to be a captain. No. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. I think that that's what my biggest learning lesson was. Yeah. You don't need everybody to tell you you're a captain to be a captain. Yeah. Exactly. And I just acted like that, you know? Mm-hmm. That's a really interesting point. I talked about that with uh, your dad. Leadership's also not, and you're good at this, is not, you don't always have to say it. You just have to do it. And a lot of people, whoo, that's a quote. <laughs> you don't have to say it. You just got to do it. And a lot of people nowadays, like yes. this, like the in- influencers and all that, a lot of people are just seeing other people and be like, ooh, I want to do that. I want to do that. And you're like that example. Like you're like, wow, he's like, at the gym already it's like 5 30 in the morning and oh wow it's 10 o'clock at night he's still working out and he's <laughs> <laughs> he's been working out for 13 hours it's just like your work ethic is like unmatched mm. especially for a 27 year old it's insane you're also like the definition is like like of like you if <clears throat> if you work hard enough you're gonna get you're gonna get to your goal and like you like if that's just you, if I've ever if seen If he it. wants something, he's yeah. getting it. Yeah, if you want something, you're going to get it. And we had this conversation when I was in Costa Rica. You called me, like, about a decision we are going to make. And I was like, dude, if there's anybody that can do it, it's yeah. you. It's just, like, your work ethic is hard enough that I don't even, like... I even if you're not going to get it, you're going to learn a lot from it. And, so and if you're not going to get, get it, you're going to land work. You're gonna land pretty damn close. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I, I, you bringing that conversation up, I remember that yeah. conversation. And being like is this the right play and and that was really the conversation it ended in like dude even if you miss the moon you're landing on the stars like go for it because nobody's gonna push harder and that is and again that comes from the confidence that i have in the people around me to just like keep to trust in you too you know it's huge it's such like a family thing like you're very like your dad yeah you're very like your dad you know 
I'm not like my dad. My dad's a wise soul. Like he got up and like yeah, came to America. Yeah. Like yeah. he knew he had to get something done and yeah. he got it done. That like your true. dad, Armand, is like the same way. Like yeah. If, if he wants doing, to get if something, if he wants something, something, he's getting something. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think all three of us have learned that from our parents in a lot of ways. Our parents are hustlers and and just get when they say they're gonna get shit done, they find a way. You know, that for me, when I look at my dad, and it's one of the qualities that I most admire about him, he says something's getting done. I don't even question it. I don't know how. I don't know how he does it either. But yeah. he figures it out, right? It's just like, and I was raised that way, and that's something I think I've learned a lot from. Which is a work hard, transition. play hard. Hell yes. Work hard, play hard. I think how we all really live. That's how you describe Nick. That's Nick right there. Work, work hard, Nick hard, hard is, yeah. yeah. Um... That's a nice transition of what motivates you kind of to get up and do what you do every day. Because, again, we're in three different, and Fabio's in a huge transition stage. I'm actually in a huge transition stage right now, leaving where I was to do, like, different stuff. And you are about to be a father. <laughs> oh, my God. If that's not I'm motivation. Not just, I don't know. Yo, so we know yeah. Scott's answer. But, I mean, is that, like, when you think about what motivates you to, like, because you wake up some early mornings, you do 13-hour days, 12-hour days. Is that what gets you going? I think family is a massive part of it, for sure. You can like, look around at all the people who have got me to this point and like their struggles along the way. Like I can't give in, give up now. Like they've worked so hard to get me mm-hmm. here. You know, I think it's just the the family aspect is huge for me. Yeah. So same for you. So when I was away, when I was playing. Like, there's obviously days, not everybody's Nick Pags, there's obviously days where you don't want to wake up and work out. Like, you, there's days, <laughs> there's, there's days where, like, you want to stay in bed, like, not go to practice or something. And just, like, the motivation was, I know, like, I know my mom was suffering me being away right. more than I was. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't have the luxury of, like, out of just pure respect of, of my family, like, that was my motivation. Like, that, like, it was even more motivating than, like, like, trying to make it. Like to play, to play like a, a higher level. level. Right. The, my motivation was just like my family's suffering because I'm not there. Yeah. Right. Like I'm not I'm I'm not the older brother I should be. Like I'm not there to help like in certain situations because I'm far away. So that was my motivation. Like getting up every morning and doing what I had to do, going going to practice and like working my ass off. Uh, I guess like people just dig in different places to to find their motivation. Yeah, and and when you look at and I could have told you before this all started that that was going to be all three of our answers is because that is so (laughs) that's the one thing no matter how different our personalities are we're all really good people with really good intentions and we are totally family family driven and that's what has kept this relationship I think it's the foundation of the three of us still being connected through all this shit is that our families are so tight and that we all respect family so when I think of you two it's well beyond friends. Like we know when I think of my brothers in life, you guys come to mind and that type of commitment to a relationship has been like what motivates me every day is my family and commitment to that relationship and commitment to fulfilling what, you know, like my parents, Scott mentioned it, have sacrificed so much. I know Fabio's parents have sacrificed so much for him to have the life that he's had so far and for all of us, I think a lot of our intention is like we not only want to, I don't know if paying them back is really the word, because it's not my intention to just like pay my I don't think they back. want that either. They, they just, don't. That's yeah. why I don't want to do it. It's more like 
I want to be this filled up version. You want of them to be proud of you. Yeah, but not even so. That's they, something. That's an interesting topic. It's not even proud of like will I will they be proud or not? It's like I want to just be. Um, I want them to know that they but set a stage like, and I was able to stand on it type of thing kind of makes them feel successful too you know if like you if they've worked so hard to get you to this point in life and then you're kind of like yeah i'm over it they'll be like oh i just lost i look at my dad every day going in i mean seven days a week listen my dad has done plenty of traveling i'm not saying he never has done anything but he is he is he's not here right now because he's working he's working his ass and he always is hustling and i think of my mom who sacrificed 27 years staying at, like she had a college degree she wanted to go into like uh what's criminal that justice. like csi criminal justice stuff like that was her passion she loved that she loved choreographing and like she could have done that professional she gave up when i think of like stay at home mom stuff like to give up everything, everything. to be home and wipes wipe asses and clean that's stuff that's a full-time job though it's the hard, It's the most full time job. But it's not. It's not the dream that they wanted. It's not. They didn't go to school. But I bet you, Janice, it would never that say wanted, that though. she gave up her dream. No, it's. It is one hundred percent that became her dream and to raise kids. All three of our moms about. and all three of our dads would say the same thing. Like they would give their job up in a second to. And all. Raise what's interesting is they've all had the blessing of stay at home. Actually, your mom worked your whole life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with. With Teresa aside, who worked, she was home for a little bit when she had her daycare. When she at had home. you guys, but right? that was just had we, should, we had a daycare at home in my house for a right. couple of years. But after that, she was gone. She was working, yeah. And I think that that was just a commitment. But they were always home to like pick you guys up, pretty much, yeah, right? Like were, she worked work like eight, eight to three or seven to three. So she was at home when you guys weren't at school. Mm-hmm. So it was essentially at home in that way. And I think that that is one of the most incredible. And I bet you they wouldn't use this word, but sacrifices as a person to be committed to being home and, and with your kid. And it's also not well, easy. Well, they laid the groundwork of family life. Yep. And that's why I think family is so important to us is because that was our role. Like We grew up seeing that. Yeah. And I think when you have something that strong that motivates you, it's why I, I mean, I know for me, it's why I woke up at 4.30 in the morning for four years straight and like just did it did it did it did it and still like trying to haul ass they, you know? they're just a great example because like I had this conversation with one of my brothers uh, the other day do you know how hard it is to keep big families together and the fact that we have a family because all three of our families have become a, this unit yeah. and I don't, I don't I can't remember a problem I can't remember anything it was just like this like one big happy family for the last 21 years which is wild like the fact we've been coming up here sixteen years in a row, yeah, it's crazy. What, because um, I want to bring it to a close ish. What is something when you look at each other that you're most proud of? And I probably will overlap a lot in like overlap what we said, mm-hmm. what we said a lot. But I, I think when I, or let's talk about this as a group, like the three of us. What am I most proud of of this friendship? And I think what I'm most proud of is that we've always been true to each other. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, we're still friends and that's cool, but we've always been true to each other. And for me, it's because it rides on. Now it's bigger than the three of us. Like, imagine if the three of us didn't get along anymore or like didn't connect or stay close. 
what would that mean for like the generations to come of our families are so connected yeah and like i can't see my kids not being best friends with your kids mm-hmm. now your kid's gonna be the oldest oh man <laughs> yeah just like now it's the same thing yeah it's true <laughs> <laughs> so like that that for me is what i'm most proud of in this relationship is the commitment that we've had to each other in being raw and authentic and by the way sometimes that's been hard for me is like it's never hard to tell you guys what I think needs to be said, but it's hard when like you, when someone you love so much and care about so much is like needs to hear something and you got to be the one to drop it, right? And say it. So like I think and it's mostly been with you because you've had a very up and down Yeah. Fabio's had a very up and down career and life and I think both me and Scott have had talks with him where it's like I'm going to say something that you're not going to like, but it's what I think is really important for you to hear. Because if mom said it or dad said it, it wouldn't come off the same way. But when your boy, who literally is your, like, till the death boy, says something, it hits a little differently. So I think that that's something I'm most proud of in this relationship is that we've always just had each other's back and and given that feedback raw and organic Mm -hmm. because it's the right thing to do. I think, I think what I'm most proud about this like little trio is, is I was gone for a year and a half, hadn't seen you guys, yeah. saw you guys, gave each other a hug, and it was just like yesterday. Exactly. Hell, it's like yeah. wild. Uh, I hadn't like, and it's, and you sit here and not we talk for months. And not talk for months. And, and, and I think that's like people, like especially nowadays with like technology being the way it is where it's so easy to communicate with somebody, people have this false sense of friendship because yep. you speak to somebody every day. You could have somebody really close, like, you could speak to somebody every day and not have to be friends with them. Yeah. And meanwhile, I go months without speaking those, with you guys. I'm like a different topic. Those people are very important in your life. Yeah, they are important Which, in your life. But, but a different different level of importance, for sure. Yeah. So, like, I have people I speak to every day, but nobody has the importance of, like, you two. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so if I need a decision, I'm not going to ask that person. I'm probably right. going to call one of you two. And, or like, you, might, you might have that conversation with somebody, but then it becomes like, all right, I got to go to the people that I trust and know the most will, will have that conversation raw and authentically with me. Yeah. That's what you guys have been. And that, that is such, and I've really struggled with that. And you guys know that because you both pick on me really hard about it. <laughs> it's like, I'll post 10 stories, but we won't get on a phone call. Like, yeah. you know, and, and you're like, what the hell, man? Like, why are you not? And I've, I've struggled with staying in touch with people in my life. And I've never, I said this, I've said this to both of you multiple times and I didn't have to say it, but I know I've said it to you separately and together. It's like, we could not, we literally cannot talk for five years or 10 years, which is never going to happen. But I think because we're at, sorry to cut you off, but I think yeah. it's because we're more at a, a family level. I think that's what I'm most proud of yep. is that we're at like a family level instead of a friend level. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And like family is there. And I, uh, although that's not true for everybody to me, if you're my family. We're lucky enough to have family that's yep. there. It's just like you're there and you'll always be there no matter what, no matter what the bullshit is, no matter what the fight is. No, and, um, and I learned a lot from, from that. And I don't take it for granted because on my dad's side, there have been family issues where like generations got separated because of like, you know, two grandmas that got in a fight with each other about like something stupid. And now kids weren't able to connect and like those families didn't talk to each other on like my dad's far side. So I, when I heard that story, I realized, like, family is not a given. 
Like, you have to keep family going. It's like the ultimate full-time job. Yep. So that's what our parents did for yeah. so long. Yeah. They all made it so important. Family first. And that is so true to what this is. And, like, I just... I'm so proud of that and the connection that we have because it could be, it can be. And for me, I struggle to keep up with a lot of people in my life. I really have struggled with that. And I never have to feel guilty with you guys. Like Scott is the king of, you know, the one liner of like, what, I'm not important anymore. <laughs> and then it's over. And, and it's like back to the way it was sitting in a circle, hanging out. And we've been doing this since we were six and five and it's never going to go away. And that, that to me, I'm so proud of, and I don't think a lot of people have that. And it's why I wanted to do this podcast today. I was like, I think that that's that is a value for people to hear and take with them. That if you commit to relationships and and put time and attention into them, they become so real and so solidified that it doesn't have to be daily update. Like we don't have to keep it perfect every day. We can not talk to each other for four months and get on the phone, and it's like. And talk for two hours. Talk mm-hmm. for two hours. Yeah. And nothing went by. And we're still still got each other. And you guys ground me a lot. Yeah. You remind me who I am in times of like shift <clears throat> or momentous like changes in my life. I'm like mm-hmm. I get s- caught up in like the fake stuff and then yep. you guys are like, oh Yo, be back to life. Can we just talk about the power of this friendship that us three becoming friends started a group of twenty odd people becoming best friends. Yep. Like our like our three families, like my sisters wrote to me on a group chat yesterday and were like, oh my God, I had no idea the whole fam was coming up. Like they didn't know that all Scott's family, all Fabio's family were coming up. They just thought it was going to be like four of us up here. Yeah. So they didn't come and now they're pissed because Jill's on like Fire Island in Long Island. She's like, I want to leave and like come hang out with you guys. <laughs> but that is the power that, I mean, I, and we get to kind of celebrate that and pat ourselves on the yeah. back that we yeah. did create such a strong relationships that our families we, I and not to sound like our families go up. to Vegas without us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our parents, our parents went to Vegas before we did. <laughs> My mom doesn't gamble or drink. What the hell? But, but they went to Vegas. Yeah, I mean, I I am. That's something I'm proud of. At a young age, at eighth grade, seventh grade, sixth grade, our commitment to our friendship created that. Yeah, and that didn't exist without us. So like we did teach our family something. That, like, this is real deep friendship, and that is what created that. Now, we should have told the story of how we became friends. No, because now we're going to fight. <laughs> <laughs> so long story short, Fabio got his ass kicked on the field at recess. I, and I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I had to get taken off of you. Yeah, you were too young and you don't remember it. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I think what? I punched you and knocked you out, something like that. All I know is your mom called my mom saying, my son's getting beat up by your son. <laughs> <laughs> this story has become something very different than what actually happened. But yeah, we got in a fight. A week later, we we're best friends. A week later, we we're best friends jumping on the trampoline at my parents' house. Yeah. And then uh, and Scott being my best friend kind of made the three of us all connected and and we're the three best friends <laughs> I was a lone wolf before <laughs> you were a lone wolf and now we are a pack um, alright well I, I guess we have to do this because that's how we end every episode of Let's Go we end every episode of Let's Go with like what's one thing we can leave people with that's in 
it's applicable to our topic of conversation, which is relationship and connection and foundation of, of who you are as a person. What's one little thing, a let's go moment, we call it, that you could offer the listener to like take with you from what we said today? Like what's something that gets somebody, you know, doesn't have to be like fired up, motivated. You know what I mean? Like what's a, and I would just say like, treat everyone like you want to be treated. Just be like your best person you can be. I think just be true to yourself and be true to your the ones that you're closest to and don't be scared to be that person that brings them down back to earth sometimes. Yeah. Like a lot of people are. So I think it's just that. That's a th- the quality that kept us three together. Well, story of our relationship is me taking from the two of them. So I'm going to take from both of those <laughs> and give you the line that I think when you are, you stick with your values, like Scott said, like be be who you are and be a good person. And then, as Fabio said, like be true and authentic enough to share with the people that you care about your feedback in a way that's meant to lift them up rather than um, try and prove them wrong or knock them down. Be, be who you are organically and authentically and um, lift other, others up that you care about and even those you don't care about. And uh, you will be a very impactful and important part of other people's lives. That's what I think, is it? Let's go. Go. (laughs) I love when that happens. (laughs) Let's go. Well, thanks for listening, guys, to another episode of Let's Go. If you want to chat with Fabio and Scott, follow them on Instagram at 11. Fabio 11. 11 Fabio 11. And? S underscore Cress. Is that what it is? S underscore. Yeah, S underscore Cress. I think so. Something like that. Neither of them are as heavy on Instagram as I am, so. <laughs> but you're welcome to reach out. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for listening. See you on the next one. Peace. Yo, fam, I want to acknowledge you today for taking leaps and bounds towards a more epic life. Your support and attention is so greatly appreciated, and I never take it for granted. Thank you so much for listening. I would love if you would continue to be a part of the Nick Pags Fit fam, so make sure you hit that subscribe button, and I'll see you all on the next episode.